Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Your daily dose of sanity from an American nationalist perspective. Streaming live on iHeartRadio. Available as a podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast directories. And you can follow me on Twitter at Right Now Jim Dawes. I love to hear from listeners. You can shoot me an email. The address is rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com. Or you can call the vent line and get something off your chest at 772-245-0750. That number again for the vent line is 772-245-0750. Man, we are living in strange times. It just blows my mind watching the Democrats and their mouthpieces and the media's reaction to the uh, perfectly justified and long overdue killing of the Iranian terror mastermind, Kasim Soleimani. The coverage on the network news and the the, uh, cable news channels other than Fox has been absolutely fawning over this bloodthirsty terrorist. And the Democrats have been trying to hijack this whole topic in order to further their impeachment effort against Donald Trump. And I think I think I understand what's going on, and, I, and you're going to want to hear it. But uh, sort of to ease into the show on a, a lighter note, I want to talk about the follow-up or the fallout, I should say, from Ricky Gervais. I have a hard time pronouncing his name, Gervais. Um, hosting of the Golden Globe Awards uh, on yesterday's show. We played the whole opening monologue that Gervais delivered where he took a blowtorch to Hollywood. It was eight minutes long, and uh, it was worth a listen uh, because, you know, the whole thing sort of built and built, and at first uh, the Hollywood celebs were sort of giggling and looking at each other and uncomfortable uh, glances, and then... As he really dug in and started uh, um, exposing and ripping the mask off, the hypocritical, ignorant, and uh, cynical Hollywood glitterati that was gathered there, they started grimacing and looking at each other, and uh, <laughs> and they were not amused. They were not amused at all. But um, you know, he he took after these big corporations that claimed to be these paragons of virtue, this woke culture that's uh, taken over Hollywood and pointed out that, um, you know, they're such hypocrites on this because all of those people are engaging in the very same things that they're wrongly accusing others of. And the LA times, uh, which is, you know, Hollywood's, um, uh, favorite newspaper. Oh, I guess that's not true. Uh, Hollywood reporter and variety would probably be one and two. And then the LA times, but uh, they they had uh, a major headline on their paper yesterday after the Gervais hosting of the Golden Globes and uh, and they were 
<laughs> they were defending Hollywood. They said uh, one of the um, lines in their article was, the mood was already somber thanks to an impeachment threat of war with Iran and the Australian bushfires. The last thing anyone needed was Rich, Ricky Gervais telling them they sucked. No, that's exactly what they needed. They needed someone to uh, go into the lion's den there and tell them that they suck. I guess uh, the LA Times was concerned that Ricky Gervais was uh, hurting the feelings of the assembled pedophiles and perverts. The uh, the Golden Globes actually hit a, uh, a another record low viewership. I'm not sure why or how much longer they can continue to justify uh, broadcasting this three-hour um, celebrity, uh, celebrity, celebrity, uh, uh, what's, what's the word I'm trying to put together? Celebration of celebrities. You know, they've got a whole award season out there in Hollywood where they've got one of these shows after another where they bring out these celebrities to celebrate themselves and tell us all what wonderful and talented people they are. And, uh, you know, I guess there was a time back in the golden age of Hollywood when it made more sense because these people were glamorous and beautiful and, uh, you know, played into the higher aspirations of the nation. But those days are long gone. These people are, first of all, they're big mouth hypocrites. And we now know, that, uh, you know, once you get past the superficial, they're really ugly people. And you can't help but looking at them. And, and to tell you the truth, they're not that glamorous or attractive any longer either. There's a few of them that are, are still, you know, physically beautiful people, but a lot of them are just repulsive to look at, period. One of the really funny things that happened at the Golden Globes yesterday was or the day before yesterday, there was a, a, a sewer pipe burst and it flooded the red carpet. Oh my God, there is a God. I mean, when I saw that, I, I wondered if it was for real. I'm, the The poetic justice and the poetic irony of the red carpet at the Golden Globes being flooded with sewage is just too appropriate or too uh, poetic in its symbolism, I, I I thought to myself, is that for real? Is somebody pulling a, um, a a prank? As near as I can tell, it is for real. They didn't mention it in, in the L.A. Times, but you wouldn't expect they would mention something so uh, such a profound incident as that in a article that was defending the uh, the the glitterati there in Hollywood. But I'm going to play uh, one more clip just as uh, just to revisit Gervais blowtorch to uh, the Golden Globes. And this is uh, this is a one minute clip that really highlighted exactly um, his whole monologue. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show, a superb drama. Yeah. 
a superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight... Don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God. And, so, and F off. It's already three It's already three hours. You know, one of the odd things about those clips that I saw on Twitter is uh, there, there was laughter, but you looked at the video and, you know, we can't show video here on the radio, obviously, but you look at the, the video and nobody's clapping and nobody's laughing. And I just wonder, and I strongly suspect that that was canned laughter. It sounds like canned laughter, you know, uh, the canned laughter that they use in sitcoms sort of uh, uh, starts small and reaches a crescendo and then tails off again. That's exactly what you heard there. But if you watch the video, there was nobody clapping or laughing that you heard there in those clips. And I I have believe, and I, I can't prove it, that that was canned laughter because you looked at the faces of the celebrities and it certainly wasn't laughing and it wasn't, and nobody was clapping. And, uh, and Gervais is being dragged on uh, on Twitter and on all the pop culture now uh for his his uh tr- <laughs> truth telling at the Golden Globes there was uh, pictures online yesterday of uh Kasim Suleimani's body being flown back or what was left of it I should say being flown back to Iran and apparently they booked him uh, a couple of coach seats on a uh, commercial airliner and flew him back to Iran. So um, maybe Iran knew it was a, 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 they did not want to send a delegation over there to collect the remains of Suleimani as long as, uh, as Iran was threatening America, death to America. And you know what really is amazing about all of this? We've had the last three years of the Democrats and their mouthpieces in the media accusing Donald Trump of being Putin's puppet, a, uh, a, a sleeper in the White House advancing Russian interests. Well, Russia's main ally in the region is Iran. So Donald Trump just ordered the killing of the top terror mastermind of Russia's uh, ally in the Middle East, <clears throat> And do we hear any Democrats saying, well, you know, that's sort of uh, not in keeping with being Putin's puppet or anybody in the media for that matter? No, they just rock on and uh, and try to add Donald Trump killing this terror mastermind to their articles of impeachment. That's what they're doing now. They've got Adam Schiff up there trying to figure out how to uh, gin up another article of impeachment because Donald Trump killed Suleimani who they continue to insist was uh, a the, the top general for the Iranians. Well, I guess you can put a uniform on a terrorist and put 
you know, some scrambled eggs on his shoulders, that doesn't uh, diminish the fact that he was the number one director of the Democrats' terror operation. They, they haven't engaged in any military operations. They're, they're, they, you know, they're not uh, engaged in any, any conventional warfare. They are, they're, they're Quds Force that Suleimani headed, a terrorist organization that spends the money that uh, Barack Obama delivered to the Iranian regime on pallets and their Quds Force in order to sow terrorism, mostly targeted at Israel, but in Lebanon, in Syria, in Jordan, in Iraq, in Yemen, throughout the region. And to watch these Democrats rush to the microphones and defend and try to humanize Soleimani is just breathtaking. Well, did you order your uh, Daily Mojo cigars yesterday? I, uh, I We started talking about that. That's a new promo. These Mojo cigar series, there's three of them. The El Jafre, who, who I've been informed now, is, uh, is in honor of uh, <laughs> our fearless leader, Ron Phillips. The Handy J, which is uh, Handicap Jeff, and the Stags. The Ron Phillips cigar is a Connecticut wrapper, mild for beginners or people who, who like that milder cigar. The Handy J is a Habano wrapper with a medium spicy smoke akin to a Cuban. And the Stags is the Maduro, a very bold but smooth um, cigar for the mature smoker. All of these cigars, I'll remind you, are hand-rolled by a Cuban in Tampa Bay who left in the uh, exile over 50 years ago to live the American dream, and they are not your average cigar. You're not going to be able to buy anything like this at your local tobacconist. They've got a fantastic draw and a clean burn with a nice ash. I ordered mine yesterday, and I'm looking forward to their arrival, and uh, I'm, I'm asking you to do the same. Support Mojo Five O. Go to their website at mojo50.com, click on the shop button, and you can get these three cigars for just $25. Well, that's uh, that's less than $10 a piece. That's what, about 8 bucks a piece, which uh, is a fantastic value. If you've ever bought a good cigar, uh, you know that $8 for a, a Churchill, an 8-inch long 52-inch or 52-gauge Churchill is a good buy. So go on there and get yours today, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll talk about them, and I'll smoke them, hopefully this weekend. The Democrats' strange reaction to the killing of Qasem Soleimani. Nothing pisses off Democrats like Donald Trump killing terrorists. You remember in the af- aftermath of <clears throat> uh, the U.S. military locating and killing. Baghdadi in his spider hole in Syria, they uh, they had nothing but scorn for the president. They didn't like the way he announced it. They couldn't really take issue with the killing of uh, Baghdadi, but they didn't celebrate it. Instead, they used it as an opportunity to attack Trump by saying that uh, uh, he was trying to take credit for it, which was nothing, uh, nothing could be further from the truth. 
he praised the military to the high heavens and uh, and celebrated this and all right-thinking Americans joined in but the democrats couldn't they were butt hurt because Donald Trump had had uh, gotten this terrorist and now they are really doubling down because killing Kasim Soleimani apparently is just too much for them to take and they keep insisting that this guy was a top military official of Iran well <laughs> Iran is a terrorist state, and it wasn't Donald Trump that that, uh, designated it so. Qasem Soleimani has been classified as a terrorist since 2005. And yet, George W. or Barack Obama didn't see fit to take the opportunity to kill this guy. Donald Trump, don't play that. And my question is, how many more days are the Democrats and their their media shills going to be in mourning for this guy. You've got them all over TV, humanizing Suleimani, showing him praying and kissing children and reading poetry. Total propaganda. 180 degrees out of the reality. Why don't they show any of the funerals of the American soldiers who were killed by this guy? Why don't they show any of the thousands of American military personnel who lost limbs and were permanently disabled by Soleimani? Why don't they push back on the Iranian propaganda instead of swallowing a hook, line, and sinker and throwing in with it? ABC News actually sent Martha Raddatz over there to cover Suleimani's funeral after he was flown back to Iran in a box seated in a coach airline carrier. But Martha Raddatz, who styles herself as a, uh, a defense, military defense reporter, went over to Iran, and this is her report. Morning, Robin. I have been in the midst of anti-American protests in Iran before, but nothing like this. A powerful combination of grief and anger with shouts of death to America echoing through the streets around us. This morning, mourners filling the streets of Iran's capital of Tehran for the funeral of General Soleimani, killed by that U.S. drone strike last week. That might have been a good time to mention that he uh, he was a general of a terrorist organization. Aerial images capturing the sea of Iranians packing the streets to pay tribute to a man revered by many here. Trump, maybe. Despite his documented history of terrorism a big mistake he killed our hero Soleimani's image so she puts on somebody that uh, that declares Soleimani as a hero everywhere the impact of his death profound the crowds are massive and emotional there are many tears here many signs with Soleimani's picture on them but the message is also very clear these people want revenge so wait i got i got to get this she she plays one of these uh, overwrought iranians crying people want revenge so you know this might have been a good time with her spot that aired on good morning america 
to educate the uh, the the millennials and the people that are too young to remember Ayatollah Khomeini, the hostage taking in uh, at the American Embassy back in 1979, or the rampage, the terrorist rampage that Iran has been on throughout the region for going on 40 years, but no Martha Raddatz highlighted uh, the morning of this great heroic Iranian general, she says. He's a general. And, you know, more than anything else, uh, the young people in this country are, uh, their, their opinions are formed by popular culture and social media. And you had Michael Moore, who's celebrated in popular culture and a big force on social media. He's got one million listeners to his brand-new podcast. I guess I should be envious of that, but I'm not. Michael Moore took to Twitter. He said, I have just sent the Ayatollah of Iran a personal appeal asking him not to respond to our assassination of his top general with violence of any kind. But rather, let me and millions of Americans fix this peacefully. Oh, so Michael Moore, darling of the left, propagator of uh, uh, Marxist propaganda right here in this country, is now making common cause with the Ayatollahs in Iran and promising that if they'll just not attack us, that Michael Moore will fix this. There will be no more killing of Iranian terrorist masterminds under Michael Moore's watch. Of course, you know that uh, the the Ayatollahs in Iran put out an $80 million bounty on Donald Trump's head. And then, um, oh, what's his name? Damn, I can't stand when I forget a name. Uh, this uh, this Hispanic comedian uh, took to Twitter said, we'll do it for half that. You know, you gotta, you got to wonder if uh, uh, this Twitter is not allowing free and unfettered propaganda to get right into the minds of the American people who, who either lack the knowledge or the inclination to support their own country. Nancy Pelosi. She's out there beating the drum that Donald Trump, what Donald Trump did was somehow an impeachable offense, some outrage. I don't remember Nancy Pelosi or any of the Republicans uh, complaining when Hillary Clinton and the Obama administration orchestrated the killing of Gaddafi in Libya that set that North African nation on fire, caused millions of refugees to um, invade Europe, turned it into a failed state and, uh, and, and uh, a home or a base for terror, but now they're accusing Trump of violating some sort of international law because he killed a terrorist 
and accusing him of, of doing this to distract from impeachment. Yep, you've got uh, um, Elizabeth Warren out there on the campaign trail saying that Donald Trump is doing this to distract from impeachment. Adam Schiff is on the Sunday shows accusing him of the same thing. And it's up to Mitch McConnell to try to call people home to exercise a little bit of unity, just a little bit of unity. The Senate is supposed to be the chamber where overheated partisan passions give way to sober judgment. Can we not at least wait until we know the facts? Can we not maintain a shred, just a shred, of national unity for five minutes? For five minutes before deepening the partisan trenches. Must Democrats' distaste for this president dominate every thought they express and every decision they make? Is that really the seriousness that this situation deserves? No, it's uh, it's not what this situation deserves, but uh, we deserve a heck of a lot better than the Democrats, I can tell you that. we got to run out to a break. You're going to hear two messages, and then we'll be right back, right here on Right Now with Jim Dawes and the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Stick with us. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. A daily dose of sanity right here on Right Now with Jim Dawes, your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America First perspective. So as we went out to the break, I was I was asking the question is has Twitter become the ultimate propaganda delivery vehicle for the anti-American left? It has made the delivery of anti-American propaganda that in previous times never would have, you know, made the newspapers or TV or radio. I guess the exception to that is Tokyo Rose. Well, that wasn't on an American radio station, though. That was on a, uh, a million-watt transmitter that the Jap- Japanese had set up in World War II to, uh, to try to propagandize American soldiers. But Twitter is, uh, if you go on there and you look, uh, if you search hashtag Suleimani, you'll see one video after another, many of them deep fakes, Showing, uh, you know, uh, Suleimani in a 
uh, a positive light, uh, a humanitarian, profoundly loved because of his, uh, his virtue in Iran. There's one, uh, there's one video that shows uh, his soldiers marching in formation to show uh, uh, it's got an uh, aerial view of a pixelated version of these soldiers marching around to create a image of Suleimani's face. If you take a close look, you notice that each and every one of those soldiers is exactly the same image. Imagine if you were of a anti-American leftist band, if you were already a product of the American education system that uh, constantly uh, berates America and its founding and its uh, culture and its nature. And you go on there and you watch these hashtag Suleimani videos vilifying America and uh, humanizing Suleimani and and looking at the terrorist state of Iran in such a uncritical way. You've got images of Suleimani reading poetry and the Ayatollahs crying at his funeral. They've got a picture of uh, children climbing up in his lap and offering him flowers and such. No images of the uh, 600 American war dead funerals or the tens of thousands of crippled and maimed U.S. service members or the hundreds of thousands of uh, other Muslims throughout the region that Suleimani directed terrorist killings against. No, you've got direct delivery of powerful propaganda right into the minds of these these kids with no critical... I mean, it's, it's obviously produced by the Iranians and, and their fellow travelers uh, in the West in order to do just this. You've got Snopes out there and all of these other organizations that are feverishly fact-checking Donald Trump or anything that uh, Make America Great Again and the America First Movement puts out. But they're strangely and eerily silent when it comes to this propaganda, this pro-Iranian anti-American propaganda. Donald Trump, he uh, he pointed out that um, Suleimani was not a poet. He was a terrorist. He was designated so by two previous administrations. I think he's actually been designated a terrorist by the United Nations. And if the United Nations is designating you a terrorist, you must be bad. You know, one of the things I, I've been wondering is, the, 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 the way, the strategy uh, that the Democrats used to retake the House of Representatives is they went in to these um, more conservative districts and they recruited and, uh, and ran former veterans of the Iraq and Afghanistan war, funded them, uh, you know, cleared the way for them in the Democrat primaries. And it was designed and successfully appealed to people's love of country and their respect for the military in order to elect these Democrats. And now Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats are threatening these very same, um, I guess you'd call them blue dog Democrats, although I'm, I'm not sure if that term fits exactly, blue dog Democrats were 
the former conservative Democrats from the South. But for lack of a better term, we'll call them blue dog Democrats. Nancy Pelosi is threatening these same blue dog Democrats that were elected uh, by promising their moderate voters that they were going to, you know, go to Washington and work with the president in order to, you know, forward an agenda for the American people. Nancy's threatening them that if they don't vote for impeachment and keep their damn mouths shut on the killing of Soleimani, that uh, that they will withdraw their financing of their next elections. And I guess, you know, uh, they've been there uh, a little more than a year now. Well, not quite a year. Inauguration days are January 20th. Um, but, you know, they're getting a taste of being wined and dined and, and um, you know, uh, a minor celebrity in Washington, D.C., and now she's uh, she's threatening them that if they don't fall in line with impeachment, which is the last thing they wanted to do and the last thing their constituents wanted them to do, that uh, she's going to pull the funding for them in the upcoming election. Here's Matt Gatz appearing with Greg Jarrett on Fox to talk about that. Not just that Nancy Pelosi raises money for her caucus, it's that they use that money as a political weapon against anyone who potentially would vote against impeachment. Andy and I observed active threats on the House floor that if the blue dog Democrats didn't go along with the radical left of the Democratic Party and support impeachment, that they would not be supported by the DCCC. So that's the active threat. We that's will, the quid pro quo. We're going to pull the rug out from under you financially and in every other way. Yeah, the only quid pro quo I observed yeah. in this impeachment process was the quid pro quo where if the Democrats didn't line up behind Nancy Pelosi as lemmings ready to go off the cliff, that they would then be bludgeoned by their own party in primaries. <laughs> it's not surprising, but uh, the, the Republicans and the Republican National Committee have a big job on their hands. There are so many... There, the. This uh, these ads that they can run against these Republican these new Republican House members uh, by you know putting Nancy Pelosi up there and showing that these new Republican House members are Democrat House members pardon me that these new Democrat House members are voting in lockstep with the radical Dems in the House of Representatives exactly what they promised not to do that would be devastating and uh, Connor Lamb up there in Pennsylvania is a, a prime target, a former Marine who promised uh, he, he is, uh, you know, from he, he won his seat with strong support from the labor unions there in Pennsylvania. And these, uh, you know, these labor unions are uh, culturally, socially conservative, but they want a fair shake when it comes to negotiating with their, uh, you know, their employers. Well, Connor Lamb has not advanced that um, those issues at all and has, in fact, fallen right in with the cultural Marxist Democrats in voting for this impeachment and sitting down and keeping his mouth shut when it comes to the killing of Soleimani and this, uh, this uh, hoax that the Democrats have put together that this constitutes a wider war in the Middle East. Yesterday's poll was, if Iran attacks America again, which targets should Trump hit? And the two choices in this poll, 
where the Iranian Navy and Iran's oil refineries. Now, the, the point of the poll is, if they attack us, should we go ahead and degrade their military by taking out their Navy? And the, the, the top targets, in my eyes, would be their submarines because they pose the greatest threat to uh, our surface combatants in the Persian Gulf. They're old, loud, diesel-powered subs. I think we probably know their location at all times. There's seven of them. And uh, having served in the Persian Gulf during prior conflicts with the Iranians, I can tell you that that losing track of one of those subs is the greatest danger, the greatest risk to our naval forces over there. Or should we take out their oil refineries? They've got three major, they've got about 11 total oil refineries, but they've got three major oil refineries over there. Their production is way, way down in um, in the aftermath of Trump's crippling sanctions. They went from producing 3 million, producing and exporting 3 million barrels of oil a day. They're now down to about a half a million. But if you take out those refineries, that would that would cripple even that and deny the, the Ayatollahs the ability to, tr- to try to recover from that. Of course... They have announced that they're going to resume their uh, uranium uh, production and their uh, their uh, centrifuges. That costs money. I don't think, I, I'm not sure, but I don't think Russia is going to run in and help um, facilitate a radical Islamic terrorist nations obtaining a nuclear bomb like I guess I could be wrong, but I doubt it. But if you uh, if you take out the Navy, then that reduces the threat to our forces over there. And if you take out the oil refineries, it reduces the Ayatollah's ability to pursue their nuclear ambitions. But it also severely cripples the uh, the economy even further, and does uh, uh, Im- inflicts a lot of suffering on the the population over there. So we had 61.5% of the people responding said sink their Navy. And 38.5% said go after the oil refineries. I'm with the majority on this. I think at this point we should degrade their military capabilities by, by going after their Navy. That's what we did back in the 80s under Ronald Reagan, and I was there for that, doing a lot of uh, boarding parties and, and – um, engaged in hostilities with the Iranians. And, and as a matter of fact, the Russians were over there then too. They were, they were buzzing us and, uh, you know, um, confronting us, pointing, pointing guns. And it was a, a tense standoff with the Russians. But I think we should confine ourselves to military targets, take out their Navy if they respond again, take out their shore defenses if they respond again, take out their air defenses. Eventually the Ayatollahs will get the idea that uh, it's not worth it. We got to run out to a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Babylon B. This uh, Christian satirical website is being taken on by the Democrats as fake news. Yes, now satire 
effective and devastating satire against the Democrats is fake news. Stick with us. So the new year is is the time when we all make resolutions, and most of these resolutions fall by the wayside because, well, honestly, because of our mindset, because our mind sabotages our abilities uh, to do the things that we need to do to improve ourselves. Well, what if there was a way that you could change your mind to remove the subconscious negative thoughts that you have, your emotions and your beliefs that stop you every year from achieving your goals? Well, there is a simple proven way to do just that. Biofeedback or neurofeedback is a simple passive way to remove these negative thoughts and allow you to be truly limitless in your potential. This is the same biofeedback that is used by the Navy SEALs and the Department of Defense and U.S. Olympic athletes to optimize their performance levels. And we're being sponsored now by BioLife in sessions that will allow you to remove these negative thoughts. If you want to change your life, the first thing you have to do is change your mind. That is the difference between highly successful people and people that fall short of their ambitions. Call today to schedule your free consultation and mention Mojo Radio, and you'll get a $50 discount. You can reach them at 888-4-BIO-LIFE. That's 888-424-653. I'm sorry. Let's do that again. 888-424-6543. Or you can just go online to newlifeholistic.com. That's newlifeholistic.com. You've tried everything else. Now try something that's proven and that's employed by our, by our military, including our special forces. Your new life is waiting for you. Go to newlifeholistic.com and enter the, uh, the promo code Mojo Radio. So <laughs> there's been a, uh, a campaign now mounted against uh, the Babylon Bee. If you're not familiar with Babylon Bee, they are a, a, a satirical site that comes from a Christian perspective that skewers the hypocrisy and uh, the craziness in our culture. And they don't limit themselves to the left. But since the left is, you know, just happens to be the greatest source of hypocrisy and uh, lunacy in the culture, that they're being, uh, you know, they're being skewered very badly, and they have uh, the, the left has run to their fact-checking sites, Snope, to try to take on Babylon B and claim that that uh, people are being fooled by Babylon B and taking their their satire as reality. Well, that that is the very kernel of satire. If it's believable, you know, on a on a certain level, then. That is the nature of satire. And, you know, this would be equivalent in previous times of, of trying to fact-check Mad Magazine or National Lampoon. Everybody knows that it's satire. But because it's skewering the sacred cows on the left, they've deployed 
their uh, you know their fact checking arm at Snopes to try to take down Babylon B. Some of the stories that they put forward is, um, and these are the ones you have to keep in mind that Snopes is worried that people are going to believe that California is considering a tax on breathing. <laughs> Babylon B did a story that the Democrats were demanding a DNA test of Brett Kavanaugh during the uh, uh, the Supreme Court confirmation to prove that he was not related to Hitler. Babylon B was fact-checked by Snopes, and Snopes determined that that was what not true. Well, no kidding. So I guess uh, I guess in today's poll we're going to ask whether or not we uh on uh, you know america first believers ought to start fact checking um leftist comedians should we have our own fact checking site that not, not only can go after um satire from the left but also the uh the fake news on MSNBC and CNN and New York Times and Washington Post. But they're trying to promote the idea that Babylon B is fake news. And they claim that 28% of Republicans can't tell if it's satire. Well, the way they got to that 28% is they took the kernel of the ideas from Babylon B's articles and they made a single um, statement out of it. And then they asked, Republicans, if they believe it. And to tell you the truth, some of the satire that Babylon P puts forward is, in fact, believable. They did a story on uh, that representative from Georgia that accused uh, a, a shopper that objected to her taking uh, a couple of dozen items through the express checkout, and she claimed that he told her to leave the country course came out that there was video that showed that no such thing took happen uh, took place so babylon b did a uh, satirical article saying that um she had gone into a chick-fil-a and claimed that uh they had told her to leave the country and it and the video showed that they had told her that it was a pleasure to serve her snopes did a fact check and determined that that was not true So in the uh, in praise of satire, I've got a uh, a clip here. It's let's see, it's uh, about three minutes long, and this is in fact not Babylon B. They are uh, they're mostly printed word, but this is a a video clip, the audio of a video clip from We the Internet. It's a satire on English as a second language and the the um, transgender pronoun movement i swim you swim we swim very good everyone now farhad do you swim i swim everyone farhad swims so he swims good now let's conjugate the verb to swim with the other pronouns she swims they swim Zer swims. Z swims. Zai swim. 
What's wrong? Chelsea Clinton has understand. raised $9 million okay. in compensation since 2011. For That's all right, Louise. So I is the first person pronoun used when you're referring to yourself. I swim. Correct. Yes, I understand I, but I don't understand what is that. Oh, they are all gender neutral pronouns. What does that mean? Gender neutral pronouns are what you use when you're referring to someone who doesn't want to be referred to by traditional masculine or feminine pronouns, like he or she. So not a boy, not a girl. That's right, Yuki. Is he gay? Uh, no. Well, not necessarily. My brother, he gay. Is he one of them? Do you know your brother's preferred pronouns? I don't know. My family not speak to me. Okay, cultures are different. It's important when studying and practicing English that you stay sensitive to the pronouns of others. Not the boy, not the girl. Uh, that's a table, Farhat. It is a table. You see, the table didn't choose its gender. Objects can't do that. But people can. For example, what is Yuki? Girl? Well, maybe. We don't want to misgender Yuki. Yes, I'm a girl. You could be. I am. Yeah, but you could also be someone who was assigned female at birth, but now identifies as non-binary. So we would, in fact, use a gender-neutral pronoun for you. Like Z. What is a sign? Is homework? Uh, no, no, no. A sign is how you look on the outside. But how you feel on the inside? That is how we identify. I identify swim. Really, Farhad? I am confused. You shouldn't be confused, Yuki. Sorry. It's really not that hard, you guys. There's only 63 pronouns. 63 pronoun. Yes, and it's important before speaking to anyone that you ask, what is your preferred gender pronoun? I have to ask everyone that? Yes, of course. Louise, what if you accidentally referred to a Z as a za? Wouldn't you be embarrassed? No. Of course you would. You should be embarrassed. And you know what else? It's offensive, right? Right. And you want to be a gender ally, right? Right. You're not learning English to be a bigot, are you? Okay. <laughs> All right. Luis gets it. Okay. So who is still confused? Everyone's still confused. That's a that's an example of the kind of satire that could be mistaken for truth. I mean, if I hadn't told you that that was satirical going in, and if it hadn't been done in such a common, uh, a comical way, you could believe that uh, one of these left wing colleges that was teaching English as a second language was in fact um, engaged in in what you listen to. So uh, there's an article uh, that appeared in The Hill that uh, details that Chelsea Clinton, who's got vast knowledge on corporate governance, reaped in $9 million in compensation for working on the board of an inter Internet investment company. $9 million. Chelsea Clinton. Have you listened to Chelsea Clinton? Do you really believe that she's got deep and useful knowledge on the internet. And this is just another example of this princeling um, scam that Washington is now engaged in, where they send out their family members, children, brothers, sisters, 
in order to sell their services on these boards of big companies. Of course, the, the most notorious example of this is Hunter Biden working for Burisma while his father was in charge of uh, policy in the Ukraine. But it's not limited to Hunter Biden. Chelsea Clinton is making a very good living at it as well. I wouldn't doubt that a lot of uh, Republican lawmakers' children are doing it. We know that John Kerry's uh, son-in-law was over in the Ukraine and the Middle East, also serving on these boards in order to peddle influence when his father was uh, Secretary of State. We know that uh, Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's son, is also deeply engaged in this princeling scam. And I believe, and I'm going to cover that in the, uh, cover this in the coming days, that the reason that the Democrats' reaction to the killing of Soleimani is so over the top is because uh, the uh, many members of the Obama administration probably were skimming money off of these billions of dollars. I think it was, uh, they had millions, hundreds of millions of dollars of cash delivered on pallets, and then they allowed the release of billions of dollars more. I believe that uh, members of that administration and their friends and family, their cronies, were also skimming money off of that. And Iran has, in fact, threatened to expose that. And right about the time that the Iranians threatened to expose who was on the payroll of this so-called nuclear deal, the Democrats started going right over the top on going all in in support of Iran and condemning Donald Trump for killing Soleimani. Just the same way they did when Trump started asking about corruption in the Ukraine, they mounted their fevered impeachment effort because Hunter Biden is not to be um, looked at. So we know Hunter Biden is a thoroughly corrupt and morally bankrupt individual. He, in fact, carried on a sexual affair with his deceased brother's widow while he was married. Then he, uh, he is now, you know, uh, we, we know he uses crack cocaine and and um, has fathered a child by a stripper, apparently getting millions of dollars from graft in Ukraine wasn't enough to make him go straight. Well, Trump's got a big rally coming up this week, this Thursday in Toledo, Ohio, and that's going to be epic. I hope you'll join us tomorrow right here on Right Now. Whether you have your own bathroom or you share one with your family, a little extra help keeping the bathroom sink, counter, and mirror clean goes a long way. And Viva paper towels are for the long haul. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. And they clean like cloth, helping you keep the surfaces in your bathroom dry and fingerprint and toothpaste free. For an exceptional bathroom clean, there's Viva paper towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more. Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot, and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more.